Meow. Woof. Nay. Hello. Welcome to Animal Messages from Healing Your Animal with host Vicki Draper, author, certified healer, and animal communicator, sharing what animals want you to know. Episode 27, Healing Miracles of People and Animals with Intuitive Healers, Ariel Hubbard and Vicki Draper. So, yes, Vicki Draper, author, certified healer, and animal communicator. And we are here with Ariel Hubbard, intuitive healer. And the two of us are going to be sharing miracle stories and... Um, and then have a Q&A section yes. so that uh, you can get your questions answered as well. Absolutely. For sure. And so um, a lot of people are looking for ways to help their animals and they don't know about Vicki. Vicki, you have been working with animals for over 20 years and you do a lot of things for them. You do energy healing. You also offer a line of incredible flower essences to help them manage and clear their emotions. And, and I believe also thought patterns too for the animals. Yes. Clear thoughts as well as feelings. Yes. And I want to share that the essences are not only flower, they are crystal in nature as well. So, um, ah, right. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, so it fills in gaps, so it's not an overlap of all the flower essences out there. These are, um, you know, unique and one of a kind. Awesome. And what do, what do they actually do? What do they do for, for the animals that you're working with? Well, they, uh, they work for the physical yeah, there's some natural um, and inflammation removing. There's some immune boosting. There's uh, clearing the energy fields and balancing and setting up the energetic protections so that they're not taking on our stuff. Um, oh, that's huge. That is huge. And then I, they... Don't a lot of animals take on and resonate with people's emotional issues? Doesn't that happen a lot? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> So that sounds like it would be a very useful essence for people to use for their animals. Yes, it's one that anytime somebody is working with me, the initial session includes those because they are uh, so powerful and so needed. That's, what's the name of that essence? That sounds great. Well, it's a set of three. One is oh. called Clear. It's the Healing Your Animal Clear Essence, the Healing Your Animal Iceland Spar Essence. That The first one's clear. It clears your energy field. Iceland Spar does the balancing. And then Healing Your Animal Protection Essence sets up the energetic bubble. It's actually Reiki-enhanced uh, bubble around to set up the protective field to not take as much on of their guardians or the environment. Do the animals notice a difference or can you tell? Can oh, they, yes. Because very skittish animals love that protection. And so they don't, they're not as reactive. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And then I'm assuming their stewards or their guardians notice a difference too, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, because they feel fresher, so they sleep better, their days are better, because it's really a two-for-one application because they're a mist format, and 
uh, so it's working with the energy field. So one application is getting the person and the animal at the same time, which is super bonus. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I figured, I figured if the animal's having issues, they're probably reacting to something going on with the human, right? Most of the time. Yeah. Or the planet, you know, like with yeah, COVID yeah. and all the disruption there. Uh so, yes, it's not even just the person. It's the global environment, too, because they're so sensitive. We should talk about auras. Do you mind if I pop in and talk about that a little bit? No, that would be perfect, because that's how these uh, essences, that's where we start in the aura field, and it goes in the body through the parasympathetic nervous system. So yep. definitely talk about the auras. So um, living beings have auric fields. Humans have them, and animals have them. And there are different layers of the auric field in humans that um, correspond to different aspects of our consciousness. <clears throat> the first layer is the state of the body. The second layer is the state of our feelings. The third layer is the condition of our thoughts. The fourth layer is the astral body. That's called, that, that relates to our relationships and whether we're open to them or not. And a lot of those closed down during COVID. The fifth layer is a blueprint for what's happening physically. So for health issues, you can read if there's a disease state in the field before it becomes a physical problem. The sixth state is how we align with divine love or whether we're open to it and compassion. And the seventh layer is another blueprint, and that's how we relate to divine consciousness, whether we, um, like we can talk to our guides, whether we can bring in connection to um, – higher consciousness and whether we are open to flowing with divine will and so animals have them too and so vibrational essences or vibrational therapies are ways of working with shifting um, the dynamics that are occurring in the auric field so when Vicky's using spray format a mist format those vibrational essences are sprayed into the auric field and then that vibrates down into the physical body for the animal or for a person. So um, I work in the auric field when I'm doing energy work. Sometimes I also use flower essences as well or stones or um, sound. There's a whole bunch of things you can use. But basically by shifting the dynamics of the field, we shift what happens inside of the physical body. And there is science behind this because we're not just affecting the auric field, we're also affecting the chakras. And the chakras correspond to glands and organs in the physical body, whether those are animals or people, right? So the root chakra works with the adrenal glands, as an example, or the crown chakra works with the pineal gland. And animals have those too, just like we do. So um, that's like a little bit of the, an explanation of what the, the mechanics and the anatomy aspect of the work is that we're doing. Um, so I just wanted to share a little bit of that. And by the way, I'm Ariel Hubbard. My website's arielhubbard.com. That's Ariel like the Little Mermaid, but it's from Shakespeare Hubbard, like Old Mother Hubbard. Um, and I've been doing energy work for, this is year 33 for me, um, actually longer because I started in childhood, but formally... This is my 33rd year, and today our goal was to share some miracle stories and some incredible things that have happened. So, uh, Vicki, I'd love to hear about some of yours. You mentioned some things. They sounded pretty incredible. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I've been doing this professionally over 
21 years and like you I've been doing this really since I was born and so yeah. just professionally the 21 years right. um, and so I will share uh, there was Tusk a Bouvier that uh, dog Bouvier is a breed of dog if you're not familiar and he had bloat. He got bloat. His uh, intestines twisted. He ended up having to have his spleen removed. And he had surgery and he was not expected to make it through the night. And so his guardian, Lynn, um, who's on the cover of my first book, Bridging True Love Connection and Healing with Junior Animals, uh, is on the cover with her Bouvier X, which is Tusk's grandson. <laughs> so anyway, Tusk. Um, so I go, I get I, this, I went in to the ICU and it was like, got there and it was like, oh no, he is hurting. He's not gonna make it. And so worked with him and Lynn, Lynn and I stayed with him until, uh, I could tell, and then she could tell too, that he was going to make it through the night. And so with the work we did, he made it through the night, and the vets were like, oh, it's a miracle, because they were, you know, they had done what they could do. And then with the energy and the acupressure work that I brought in, it really helped stabilize him and helped him, and he did fully recover. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And physical, uh, you did acupressure as well as energy work. Yes. I, I, so animals have acupuncture points like humans do, but they're in different positions because they have a dorsal and a ventral surface. They're really, if you laid them out flat, it, a lot of them are similar to human acupuncture systems. But not everybody knows that animals have chakras and acupressure points like humans do. So I thought I'd just share that because not everybody knows. That's right. Yep. I took a canine reflexology class, actually a canine massage class, um, years and years ago um, as part of my massage continuing ed. And he showed us maps for reflex points and for acupoints. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Well, so I'll share. It, and that is, I mean, that's a, that is a miracle. That's huge. I'll bet she was so relieved and happy that he made it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and so uh, is it okay if I share an Absolutely. So I usually work on people. I have worked on animals. I've worked on horses. I've worked on dogs. And I've worked on cats. And I've even sent energy long distance to like, um, I think it was a gerbil or a hamster that somebody was worried about. So um, I do in-person work and distance work. And I think you do as well. Vicki, I've been, I've, been yes. I've been to see you at the vet where you, you had a practice in person and you would go in there and work with the animals there. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, and so um, I had a C I still have the CPA. He's great. And he didn't believe in any of the stuff that he did. He didn't believe in a massage. He didn't believe in energy healing. You know, he, I knew him through a friend. And so he was doing my taxes. And one day I was going in there to meet him about my taxes. And I'm like, and he, I could read his energy field, and he looked really upset. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, my cat's dying, 
she's got diabetes and she's terminal. And I'm like, really? I go, would you be willing to let me try some Reiki? And he's like, well, whatever. I mean, is that actually going to work? And I'm like, yeah, let's check it out. Let's try it out. You can't, nothing's going to, you can't, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. It's only going to be great. He goes, okay. I Reiki her. And so when you work with animals, you probably noticed this too, Vicki, but my experience is that the more unwell they are, the longer the session lasts because animals don't usually require as much energy as people do. Right. So you, a session is relatively quick. And I did an hour on her, and that's a long session for a Reiki treatment for an animal. And she just sat and let it in and received it. And she lived seven years after that treatment. And she literally, he thought she was going to die the next day. Nice. Uh, and he said, whatever you do, I believe in it now. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And is he a client now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is a client. I've worked, and I've also done some work for some of his other animals, too. So, But I work on him. I work on him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've worked on his family members also. So, yeah, after that, he's like, okay, I'll let you in. You can, you can work on me. <laughs> so that was, that was a good one. Um, I, I know you have some other ones, too. Didn't you tell me about an animal that was paralyzed that could walk again? Yes. Um, this is a distance healing session, and it really opened my eyes to the depth of physical work I could do at a distance. And so Samson's a Cocker Spaniel and had, in Calgary, Canada, and I'm in the Seattle area. And he had fallen off the bed and was paralyzed. And so he had been to the vet and he'd actually been to acupuncture with no noticeable results. And, wow. you know, acupuncture is a great modality. It just didn't make an impact at, for him at this that time. Um, and so she was desperate. So Kathy was yeah. like, I'll try it, you know, because it's like, well, I can help. <laughs> you know? And so um, did the session. And with my sessions remote, I like having the person either on the phone or we can do it on Zoom. Um, because as I'm working, they can see the animal responding, you know, if they'll stretch as I'm saying, I'm working on something or do a deep sigh, you know, they can see the, the live interaction happening. That's cool. Um, and so I could tell some big shifts were happening in Samson. And at the end I of the session, I had said that she would want to take him outside to go potty because just like with people, when you have work, you've got to go, <laughs> go pee afterwards because you've got a lot of things moving and flushing out. And so they had been having to, uh, have a band around him and you know hold his legs up because he couldn't use his back legs and so for they had to have, hold him up to pee even and so she and her partner walked Samson out and he was able to stand on his own and pee so he was using wow. his legs and both of them you know their jaws were dropping going I don't believe this uh, wow. and so with a few more sessions, we had him back fully, you know, walking, running and fully back to himself. 
So when you were working on him, did you feel the energy going into his nerves? Like, what did you experience? Do you remember what you were experiencing while you were working with him? I could just feel like the heavy spots opening and responding. So, uh, that's been a long time ago, so <laughs> that's a very good question. I just remember there being some powerful shifts, and they're going, "Oh, I'm, you know, I could tell, yeah. I could tell it was working." Yes. Yeah, so, like when I'm working with people long distance, sometimes there's a thickness, a heaviness, um, or slow flow of energy. That's usually energy congestion or negative emotions, and a lot of times it's also like. Um, negative thoughts or it can be um, something like that and then pain feels like red spikes or it feels like it aches mm -hmm. um, and like depression feels like dark brown or dark green sometimes black um, and then like if they're upset there's a lot of movement in the field it's really interesting it is well what I could do I could now that we're talking about this I could feel his legs like they were waking up yes yeah. Like it's slow or heavy or thick or asleep. And then all of a sudden there's movement, aliveness, vibration, like lightness. It's because the energy frequencies are accelerating and it's speeding up. And that's what I usually feel when I'm um, doing distance work or even in person work. I feel it feels that way. I work with a woman um, yesterday and we were having a conversation just to check in verbally and things felt good like her life was going really well but I felt this thick heavy slowness and I said it's through your torso and your low back and you're like your lower torso and she goes I'm about to get my period and I'm waiting for it to to drop and there's that there's those those women do experience those symptoms when they're PMSing and it, it's exactly what I felt like I described what I felt and she goes oh well this is what I'm experiencing so it was a match for what she was experiencing. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the difference. The people can, they tell you verbally, oh, I can feel this happening, or oh, you're on the spot. And that's one with the animals. It's, you know, it's the sigh, or they're shifting, or they're stretching. <laughs> you know, they have different cues to let you know well, that things are happening. You have to watch them because they, they don't communicate verbally about it. Right, and I feel all those shifts. It's like for the person to see it, um, you know, their guardian, that's what, yeah, they would see. For sure. And do you, um, how do you experience emotion with them? Do you sense or feel that as well? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like if uh, one client, the dog, had a lot of grief and it was just heavy and it was just sad and I'm very empathetic, so sometimes, you know, it'll bring tears to my eyes, and I know, you know, it's like, well, it's not mine, it's their grief that I'm just feeling and sensing, and then um, getting it clear. So the one story there was Rocky, a Labradoodle less than a year old, was being rehomed, and his guardian, when she dropped him off to his new home, was just crying, and Rocky is totally confused because here his his mother at that you know at that time was crying and crying and then she leaves and then he here he is in this new house with this new person and 
That's how I got called in is because he wasn't eating and he was mopey and she was worried about him. And right after the sessions, I cleared the grief and I explained to him what had happened, that he has a new home. And once we got him straightened out, he immediately right after the session started eating and was playful and energetic again. That could totally look like a miracle to somebody. That's 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 true too. major shift so do you when you're working with animals do you encounter a lot of issues with moving or getting new parents or new guardians or like um like uh, anxiety depression like what are some of the issues that you work with when you're working with animals yeah so the behavioral that would be at the rescue animals and especially if they have been bounced around from home to home i mean they are so confused and they are so terrified and so there's a lot of separation anxiety that shows up and and then right very fearful or very anxious animals those are one of my specialties because yeah it's and it's so rewarding to see them calm and feel safe in their environment and you know become empowered and confident um and it's, you know, just bringing up their authenticity that just warms my soul. So that's, yeah, so there's a lot of the emotional components there, which shows up as behavioral. That is like, one of my specialties. And then um, also the physical, you yes. know, so the physical, the aging, cancer, uh, if, if oh. you know, if one has to have a leg amputated, uh that's big emotion and physical. Um, and why would an animal need to have that happen? Like to, to, to make sure they stay alive. Yeah. Sometimes they'll have a cancerous lump that they want to make sure they get it. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's a big deal. Um, people come to see me for all kinds of reasons. I have people that they need to detach from someone. Um, they, they have an, I, it's over cording and, um, I always teach people that you do not cut cords, you detach energetic cords, um, and that you, um, and that's not what the conventional wisdom is, but that wisdom is outdated because cords are structures like arms and legs and we don't cut those things off. We just disengage energy. I have people come to me for lack of direction, lack of purpose. I have people come to me. Um, when they feel anxious or depressed, I have people, um, who are stuck, you know, people that want to change their thinking and they want to change their habits. So all kinds of reasons why people come and work with me. Um, and I'm looking to help people shift their flow so they can open up to different possibilities. And what's amazing is when they do that, different things happen in their life, um, I had a guy that I did distance healing for. He had cancer. He was in the hospital. And he, I don't know if you've heard the term, I know you have heard the term, dark night of the soul. <laughs> it's the time when someone is thinking about whether they want to continue to live or not and why they would want to stay incarnated. Um, it's, a, it's a literal, you know, verbal expression of what they're, ha- ha- what they're experiencing. And so... He, um, I sent him Reiki. It's interesting because I sent him Reiki to help him heal from the cancer. But what 
the result of the energy work was is it helped him sort out his feelings about whether he wanted to live or not. And he had this transformational experience where all the heaviness and darkness went away and there was light and openness and happiness and freedom. And he hadn't felt that in a really, really long time. And so, and he did get better because he, there was a decision on his part to shift and to get into a different vibrational frequency. Like he made a different decision. When people make different decisions, they actually get different results. So he decided he was going to have something else show up in his life and he physically recovered. It was pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. So that sounds very powerful. And yeah, they're uh, so needed. So needed. And the thing is, I was just focusing on creating the highest good for him and helping him heal physically. But the result of the work was a spiritual healing, not just a physical one. And I thought that was really um, energy work can work on a lot of different levels. And sometimes we can't even anticipate what they are, you know. Well, yes, because, yeah, like you said, we're putting it out for the highest good. So the highest wisdom knows and can, uh, it supports us more than what our human brains can do. So that's the part of the work, at least, you know, you and I, that we get out of our way. We're a channel. We are a conduit for that. Right. Yes. For that higher wisdom and letting, that's how the miracles can really happen oh so true oh my gosh any other stories you want to share well i have a story that just warms my heart um mickey a cat was seven years old and she had such a big heart as far as energetic heart that she just radiated love and it was always a pleasure you know, to work with her. Well, then she got um, an autoimmune thing where her liver was eating itself. And it just, she just kept wasting away. So she was in ICU. She's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. In Kitty ICU, on feeding tubes, just getting worse and worse. And her guardian reached out to me and I'm you know, started working with Mickey and I said, well, Mickey says she's getting better and coming home. And her guardian's like, I don't see that, you know, cause they're, the vet was talking with her about starting to consider euthanasia. And so I said, I, I know. So this is where I really had to stand in my truth and my knowing with my gifts because like the vet medically, it, they couldn't see it. The guardian seeing, you know, seeing it in her in person, couldn't see it. And Mickey was adamant. And so I said, well, I said, Mickey is adamant. So let, give me two days and I'm going to do some healing work with Mickey. Cause I don't believe in keeping animal alive just to keep them alive. You know, if it wasn't going to be quality of work or have them not feel good and struggle or suffer, that's, you know, what, not what, what this was about. It was, Mickey was telling me it wasn't her time. Wow. And so during those two days, I don't remember where in that time frame, I could, when I was working with Mickey, 
the healing energy just really heightened. I could feel Mickey's energy do the 180 degree shift to where it was not depleted anymore. It was strengthening. Wow. And so I felt that turning point and then I knew she was on her way back to healing and health and she did she she got better she went home and so uh that that's calling her the miracle kitty <laughs> and um and it was ah just such an honor to be a part of that oh that's huge yeah it's, just, it's a really moving story wow um <clears throat> sometimes um you know, especially when there's a desire for healing, and I don't know if this is for true for animals, I'm thinking it is, but for people, when they want to shift, they will shift. I can't always predict how it's going to happen, but they will have some kind of transformation. It's not always the way they want it to be, but there's something, because the energy will move. It just may not move in the way they planned it to. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I do emotional healing on people, um, what I'm doing, they're doing it with me. But what I'm doing is I'm sending energy frequencies in for them. And then their body mind is deciding what to do with those energy frequencies. And it's interesting because sometimes in their subconscious, they have parts of them that are not interested in having certain types of experiences. Some Sometimes parts of them don't want to heal. So sometimes when I send energy in, um, I can feel it reaching in and touching the places that want to be healed. And those those uh, areas start to shift. And then I can feel energy starting to run away, move to a different space, or try to hide because they're not looking for healing. And then we have an interesting conversation about that because if they're not looking for healing, we have a conversation about, well, why not? Like, if that person's open for that conversation. And so th th we have a conversation like, what's going on? Um, it feels like there's this place that doesn't want to have this experience. Do you know anything about that? And then we'll talk about it. And usually they're like, oh yeah, there's part of me that doesn't want X, Y, or Z. And it's so interesting because last a lot of that stuff's very subconscious. They unless you ask the question, they wouldn't even be aware that it was there. So interesting. Yes, yes, because that sounds like the resistance in them. It's like a part of them wants it, and then the, the other part, the resistance is like, ah, I can't go there. Uh, right. Yeah. There, there, are reasons, there are different reasons why, which is so interesting because usually the part that's resisting. The part of their consciousness that's resisting thinks that the habit or whatever they're doing is working for them. Mm -hmm. Trying to protect, it thinks it's trying to protect by resisting, which is fascinating to me. Um, so, like, I had a guy. He um, he wanted to quit smoking. His father died when he was ten. We did hypnotherapy for him to get to the reasons why he was smoking, and. I found out through the work that he wanted to feel connected to his dad, so he was smoking like his father did. Ah. And then he also had this belief, because consciously he knew it was bad for him, mm -hmm. but he had this belief that um, he was going to die like his dad at the same age as his dad, and he was almost at that age. 
and he started smoking just a couple years before he hit that age because I think he was thinking he was going to leave like his dad did at the same age that his father left. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I'm like, well, you don't have to, that doesn't have to be how it is. That doesn't have to be the story. You know what I mean? That doesn't have to be the story. Yes, and that's how powerful our subconscious is. And so really? uh, you were pulling out his free will to, yeah, to shift the story. Yes. And we all have that. And there, I mean, it's an interesting dynamic because when we shift the story internally, right, and mm-hmm. it doesn't involve other people, we can really rapidly experience change. And sometimes our story involves the free will of someone else. There has to be an agreement of that other person to engage with that. That and Sometimes people forget that. So um, I'm saying it because it's a reminder that sometimes, like, if we're wanting to experience a change and it's not happening at the speed that we want it to, it's sometimes it's because the other person isn't ready, they're not able to yet, they're just not willing to go there yet. So sometimes we have to make changes for ourselves because the other uh, people may or may not be ready or may not want that, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if animals have that same dynamic. Like, do they, do you ever encounter an animal that wants to heal, but their steward or a guardian isn't ready for it yet? Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because, yes. Uh, I have had it where, right, the animal, as we're touching upon that with the in the animal, the animal is looking to the guardian and looking for permission to heal. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Really? And so I then say, I said, well, you know, your animal wants to know it's, you're, you give them permission to heal, that you really want them to heal. And... You know, when I make that conscience and then they say that, they give them permission, then the animal will release and 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 heal. Does the animal actually know? Let's see if I can. Does, does the person know that the animals have is not healing because of them? <laughs> no, that's what they're surprised when so, I bring that up. What do you say to people? <laughs> Well, I just say your animal wants to know you are giving them permission to heal. And I let them know it's common so that, you know, it's not a, uh, there's not something wrong with them or this situation. Um, but it can be, it can be very common for this to happen. It's because, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, wondering if you talk to them about, hey, by the way, did you know your animal's having these issues because there might be something, something going on for you? that they're responding to? Like, do you give them a heads up that might have something to do with their energy dynamics? Oh, absolutely. Because there will be times, yes. I've got a great story for that. Is I had uh, two puppies I was working with that were, oh, I don't know what their ages were, but like 14 weeks, I mean, very young. And working with them, the, the guardian came to me wanting, you know, his wellness care. One, that's one of the things I do is wellness. So just to do tune-ups and make sure they're uh, healthy. And and so working with the first one, and it's like, oh, I found a right hip issue. And it's like, oh, interesting. And it's like, well, maybe he just did a little tumble or something. And 
and went on and got it cleared. Then I was working with, his name was Biscuit, and then when I was working with Brulee, um, her right hip was hurting, and I'm like, okay, two puppies, same issue, that's not common. They're too young to, you know, have this issue on their own naturally. And so then I look at the guardian and I'd said, does your right hip hurt? She says, oh yeah. <laughs> and so I said, well, they're picking up on that because they love you and they want to help you. And that's what I'm clearing from them. But you want to get, you know, you want to, and I did a little work to help her with her hip at that time too. And then just made her aware that she'll want to continue helping herself. Was that an eye opener for her? Yes. Because she was amazed that I knew it, and I knew it through her dogs, and that, you know, they were picking it up, and, uh, yes. <laughs> if you do talk about this in your books, you have three books, right? I have two right now that are published. One is, one is, and there's another one on the way. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, I figured you probably had another one going. Because you you're, you're, oh, by the way, you guys, if you haven't um, gotten her books, um, they're amazing. Um, I have her second book. It's fantastic. They're full of tips. They're very clear, very easy to understand. But she covers a lot of different topics. Um, tell tell everybody what your books are called and where to get them, would you? Just in I case they want. I sure will. The first book is Bridging True Love, Connection, and Healing Between You and Your Animals. And that, as I was talking about the clearing and balancing and protecting, uh, that's where you're going to find techniques to do for yourself and your animals. And it also helps a lot with the behavioral issues. It goes into animal communication. It's a good, uh, well-rounded book for you and your animals and the second book is heart to heart how you can heal your animal through all stages of life because i work with animals from birth all the way to transitioning to in the death process wow and so that is filled with yeah tips and techniques for all stages with your animal and because uh, I love empowering you as the animal guardian with tools and techniques because you're there 24-7 with them. And then, wow. and then when you need extra support, I am here and uh, can help with your animals. And Ariel is here to help with you. <laughs> um, and, and where you can get those, you can get them on Amazon.com in paperback or Kindle. If you want an autographed copy, you go to my website, HealingYourAnimal.com, and go to the products section, then books, and that's where you order those, and you will get an autographed copy in the mail. That's awesome. And... Again, they're they're great books. So if you guys are interested, you should check it out. Um, and I, I've written a couple books. Um, they're about energy healing. They're teaching people how to do energy healing. They're called Come From Your Heart, a guidebook to healing with divine energy, part one and part two. Um, I don't have them through Amazon. They're self-published. I've sold, been selling them for 20 years. It took me five years to write those. And I use them as textbooks because I teach people how to do energy healing along with a bunch of other stuff. I have 
I have a um, an online education uh, platform. It's called well, it's HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. You guys know that, and it's Hubbard Education Group dot click the number four and course dot com. But you can access that through my arielhubbard dot com site. And I teach a lot of different topics in all kinds of things: energy healing, uh, massage, spirituality, personal development. I teach a lot of different things. I do live classes, in-person classes, and Zoom classes. One of my favorites that I teach um, is for regular people and business professionals. It's called Empath Empowerment, and it's a set of energy management tools so that empaths can feel empowered in their work and not feel overwhelmed by other people's energy. I teach how to disengage courting. I teach people how, how to have good boundaries and how to regulate, control, and manage their energy flows so they feel good. And so that's um, that's something I've been spending time doing, but I've also been teaching Reiki for 25 years because um, you guys have heard us mention it. Reiki is a spiritually directed universal life force energy that you can do in person or long distance. So um, if you want to reach either of us, you guys can find us. Um, we'd love to talk with you. And Vicki is also going to take a recording of this talk and put it up on her website, which is www.healingyouranimal.com. Yes, right? and go to the news tab, and then news you will. Tab. That's right, and then you will find uh, the links to. This is our third talk, and so they'll all three be up there. It's so great. Um, and we talk about different things every time we do a talk. We do tell stories, but they're different stories. And we talk about different topics. And Vicki, I peppered you with a lot of questions today because I thought people might want to know more information about your work. And I, I just, there's some really interesting, the whole idea that animals carry energy frequencies of their, their guardians in their own bodies so they're affected by how we think and feel that's important you it, know it is very important because that's why it's important for them to have regular you know sessions for wellness sessions because okay. if we don't get it cleared it will become physical for them right and once it's in the physical body as you know with humans it's it's been there longer it takes longer to clear and heal so it's healthier and better for us to catch our stuff in the energy field stage and our animals stuff at that stage to keep uh, people and animals keep yourself and your animals at your healthiest oh totally it's it's huge I mean wow so yeah so you guys um consistent sessions this also applies to people how often should animals get treatments as needed or like once a month it depends on the issue so for wellness generally when they come to me well i have a complimentary assessment so this is important for people to know when you come to me instead of just starting work we have a complimentary assessment session to figure out scope of your current issue and you know what it will take to to resolve that whether it's you know just so it sets expectations and I have multiple ways of working with you and different options different price points so I can work with you in any budget and so that's why I offer the assessment so that we can find tailor what works for each person uniquely 
So then that is where you sign up for the assessment and you can do that from my website as well, healingyouranimal.com and go to contact us and set up your assessment. And so what I generally have for people and animals, it's, I recommend, you know, three sessions up front. I either call it the jump start if it's something that's been going on for a while or if it's an emergency, the, the emergency. That's three sessions pretty close together. If it's an emergency, they may be multiple in a week uh, for the jump start three, like one week apart to really get that core, really get that baseline reestablished for the animal back to thriving. And and then for people, then a lot of times people want to continue and depending on, like I said, we evaluate what their issue is. Some clients like every three weeks, some like once a month, Um, you know, we can make that work for you and your animal. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And so, yes, because what it is, I have clients that sign up for a year at a a time because they they know the power of having the monthly session. And because life happens. And since our life impacts their lives, there's always something to be working with and things you don't know. And so once just having me as a regular part of the healthcare team of their animal just makes sense. That's fantastic. Um, I do preventative healthcare for my people too. And I usually give them a suggestion depending on how high their stress or levels are or their health issues. And it's usually once um, every one to two months. Some people it's like once every three months and some people's as needed depending on what they've got going on. I have people when they're in an acute stage, I might see them twice a week. Mm-hmm. Somebody once, once a week until we can get them to level out and balance out. So I'm, I'm excited because we've been sharing some really fun stories, but I have somebody here who would like to ask you a question, Miss Vicki. And so I wanted to... Um, bring her up on the stage and so she can ask questions. Okay. Do you want to to introduce yourself? Good. Hi, Vicki. I think we've met before through BNI. It's been a while. I'm not in BNI anymore. Um, But uh, Ariel told me that you guys are going to be speaking today and I wanted to get on sooner, but today's been kind of cuckoo bananas. So I'm glad you guys are still here. I just wanted to say hi, tell you I got a new puppy and um, I've been thinking a lot about reaching out to you. And so when Ariel told me that you guys were speaking, I was like, oh, it's the universe telling me it's time. <laughs> okay. Um, well, so glad you're here and happy to connect. And the talk is being recorded, so you can listen later. Excellent. So what? So you have yeah. a new puppy. Do you have a question? Uh, well, I'm a new puppy, but um, I just figure, you know, like, um, you're, it would be good just to, I mean, like, he's been great so far, but, you know, just um, having um, possibly you become part of his, like, typical wellness team, um, I, you know, like, I think it would be great just to have more insight um, for him because he's he's such a good guy. Oh, my gosh. He's just a little gentle spirit, even though there's sometimes he has a thing. If I wear fuzzy socks, he thinks my feet are toys and he goes after them. <laughs> oh, um, cute. And so, like, I'm, tr- 
tried telling him, I'm like, that's like, here's your toy. My feet are not your toy. Here's your toy. Here's your toy. He's just like, still, I'll walk away and he'll be like, oh, look at those fuzzy socks. They're moving. And like, he'll go after my feet. So, um, but yeah, no, I just, um, I, yeah, I, I think it would be great sometime to, um, to have, have your insight and help. And, and, um, I jumped in on this call a little bit late, so I didn't hear what you're talking about, like a whole year plan and stuff. So I'm interested in finding out more about stuff like that. Awesome. Well, we'll set up this, an assessment that was telling people, uh, about that right before you got on and that's what I do that we'll set up an assessment and then we can answer all those questions and and formulate a plan of care awesome thank you very much and she was also saying that um, life happens and that things with our animals happen because they're connected to us and so people do a year plan because they feel like um, it's a way to have something set up so that they need care during the year that they can go and see Vicki so yeah, yeah, and that makes that makes total sense. And so Andrea, I invite you to go to my website, healingyouranimal.com, and the healing is spelled H-E-A-L-I-N-G, Y-O-U-R-A-N-I-M-A-L.com, and select contact us, and then select the schedule an assessment, and it has my calendar there that you can match with yours and um, set it up. Perfect. Thank you. You're so welcome. So while you have access to Vicki, um, any questions about he- animal healing that you'd like to share? We shared some miracle stories earlier about some of the crazy and cool things that have happened in sessions that we've done for people or for animals. Um, and Andrea, any questions for her? Did you get to- um, I'm, I can't think of anything right now, but I know as soon as the call is over or I have to leave, so I have to pick up my, my kiddo from summer camp here in a few minutes, um, that I'll have a question then, so <laughs> then I'll have to save it for when we have our assessment. Okay. That's perfect. So, I love it. Um, and we were also talking about how um, emotions affect animals and how they affect people. I just want to pop in and say a couple more things about that. So if when people are feeling um, emotionally congested, their auric field, their chakras, their meridians, those structures are experiencing congestion. And what's amazing is if you clear, balance, charge, and recalibrate those structures, a lot of times the negative emotions will vanish because those are caused by energetic imbalances. And I've seen a direct correlation for many years, and it really does seem like a miracle or magic when you realign, recalibrate, recharge, and rebalance the energy system uh, that people's mood changes, their thinking changes, their openness to possibility changes. It's quite dramatic. So our emotions definitely have a strong effect. Because we're a holistic being, everything affects everything else. So our spiritual connection, affects our body our emotions affect our thoughts and the way our body feels affects our emotions so it's important to treat the whole person or the whole animal and not just one little piece of the part we do everything we work with everything yes and it's so important um especially as people because we have the ego and the prefrontal cortex that our animals don't have that's why they live in the moment they're not carrying around uh the tapes that as humans we replay which impacts our bodies um the animals do 
store it differently. Like if they have a trauma, it is in their cells and it will infect their behavior till we get it cleared. Um, but that is different than the people because we're replaying the story over and over that just keeps impacting our body. And so I love that, you know, area you're working with helping the people get in touch with what those old stories are and old tapes are so that their bodies can move forward, their, their mind moves forward. And, um, that's just a big part of health for both the people and their animals. Absolutely. Well, it's getting to be about that time. So I think we're going to need to close up shop here, but, um, I want to thank everybody who's listening now or who will be listening to the recording later. Uh, I hope you guys have all enjoyed the stories and insights that we've shared and that you uh, have a great day. And if you need anything, you guys can reach out to us. Yes. And so our website's again. So Ariel, share yours. It's www.arielhubbard.com. It's A-R-I-E-L. H-U-B-B-A-R-D dot com. You're going to see videos. You're going to see video of me doing Reiki where you can see the light shooting out of my hands. You can see testimonials, all my information about all the services I provide, classes and sessions, and the link to my online um, education portal as well. And Vicki, yours is? Uh, HealingYourAnimal.com. That's H-E-A-L-I-N-G-Y-O-U-R-A-N-I-M-A-L dot com. And you'll see my line of essences, my books, and signing up for the assessment, and also my list of classes that, uh, yeah, that are there. So that's the place to get all the info. Fantastic. Andrea, have a great day. We're so glad you could join us. Thank yes. you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And thanks, everybody. And until the next time, we'll probably be back in a few weeks. And we'll see you guys again soon. Or hear you. You'll hear us again soon, I should say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Take care. If you're having an issue or concern with your animal and would like support, I invite you to reach out for a 20-minute call with me as my gift to you. And together, we will determine the best plan of support to serve you and your animal to get on a path of healing. Simply go to www.healingyouranimal.com. That's www.h-e-a-l-i-n-g-y-o-u-r-a-n-i-m-a-l.com. Click contact us. Click to sign up for your assessment. Simply enter your name, email, and that you heard about it from this podcast. Then click the sign up button. Someone from my team will reach out to you in the next few days to set up your assessment call with me in the next two weeks at a time convenient for both of us. Thanks for listening. This is Vicki Draper with Animal Messages, What Your Animals Want You to Know podcast, and HealingYourAnimal.com, dedicated to your and your animal's healing. See you next time.